What's up, Braves country? This is the Braves Craze podcast for June 6th, 2021. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. And thanks, as always, for supporting the Braves Craze podcast. Uh, I'd like to invite you now, if you would, to follow this podcast, subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcasting platform or app. And please give me a follow on Twitter at Dr. Braves. So the Braves had an interesting week again this week, going three and three. Uh, losing two out of three to the Washington Nationals, and then taking two of three from the world champion Dodgers at home in Atlanta. Um, again, a strange week for the Braves. It's like we take one step forward and maybe a step to a step and a half back. But thankfully, the National League East is not very good, and the Braves are still within distance of striking uh, for first place. If they get their act together, start playing better ball, they still can win this thing in the East this year and get themselves in a better spot. Uh, Today, I want to talk about a few of the things, heroics we had. Uh, the heroes offensively were, were uh, Almonte and then uh, Ender Enciarte. Believe it or not, these two guys are guys that you would not expect to do a whole lot. And uh, they came through today playing the outfield, uh, getting a couple starts. Uh, today also Austin Riley with a day off. And Ere Adrianza uh, played, out, played in the outfield today as well. I'm sorry, played third base today. He played outfield yesterday. Uh, so the Braves with the makeshift lineups after the loss of Marcelo Zuna and giving Austin Riley the day off today as well. So, um, you know, the Braves are, are getting different guys in there. And uh, Almonte today with another big hit. He homered, I believe, yesterday. So he's played pretty well uh, here so far for the Braves in the last few weeks or a few days anyway. After struggling after first being called up, he was killing AAA. Uh, Abraham Almonte, that is, was killing AAA uh, and Gwinnett hitting over 400, uh, came to Atlanta and did not hit so well initially, but all of a sudden now he's starting to play and hit the ball a little better in the outfield. Um, you know, we're going to talk about the outfield again in a second. Let's talk about Marcelo Zuna. We haven't addressed that on this podcast yet. Uh, the shocking news a couple of weeks ago, seeing Marcelo Zuna, who was arrested for uh, allegedly um, assaulting his wife, domestic violence kind of thing uh, at home. I won't go into a lot of detail about that. You know, it's unfortunate to hear this uh, if it is true and you don't want to make someone guilty before you know. But it is true. Uh, it, it's a bad situation, and, and I, I, we can't condone anything that, that happened here with those, with Marshall Azuna. Uh, if it's true and he gets convicted, I'm sure he's done with Atlanta. He's probably already done with Atlanta. And I would guess his, his playing career may be uh, at least done for a while, if not more than that. Uh, apparently, the, the police have some uh, eyewitnesses who came in when they got the phone calls. And Anyway, so a shocking thing. The Braves have three-year contract with some money uh, in, in Marcelo Zuna. He was the guy to protect Freddie Freeman. So this is a huge blow to Atlanta, obviously, this year. Uh, again, I suspect uh, Marcel's time this year with the Braves is up, and they'll be figuring out the rest of the season what to do with that left field spot and middle of the order. Uh, Marcel's been batting third, but he was batting fourth a good bit this year and last year, too. Uh, so definitely the guy protecting Freddie coming in, and now that seems to be probably over. Uh, so, I, you know, the question remains, will they be able to get that contract voided and get the money back? I have no idea the answer to that right now. Uh, if they can, would love to see them go out and make a move somehow. But at this point in time, uh, there's not a lot, of, a lot of guys to sign. We'll discuss some trades after a while, maybe of what they possibly could do. But Marcelo Zuna's uh, legal troubles are looking to cause the Braves some really difficult things and difficult times now going forth offensively with that middle-of-the-order bat not being there. 
uh, probably the rest of this year and maybe for the rest of his career, those three years with the Braves. Again, I'm not totally sure of the, the legality of, of avoiding the contract and what it would take, but certainly uh, the Braves would probably want to look into that and trying to find a way uh, to at least get part of that salary back when, when, when this situation has come up now. Uh, let, let's talk about the outfield a second now and what the Braves have been doing. So we've got Ronald Acuna, uh, who's playing right field still. The Braves don't want to move him back to center. Uh, I've heard Brian Snicker say that they wouldn't necessarily not move him to center, but uh, it's not their their plan. They want to keep him in the right, keep him comfortable, which I would agree with. So we're, we're having a makeshift outfield of, of uh, Abraham Almonte, Guillermo Heredia, uh, Ender Enciarte got to start today, and then even Ari Adrianza, who is the utility guy that can play infield and outfield, has played in the outfield so far. So uh, the other option would be Austin Riley moving into the outfield and getting some guys at third base, but Snicker also said he didn't want to move uh, Austin Riley, and I would agree with that. Austin's played really good third base defense, and he's been hitting great, so you don't want to mess with success there, I don't think. And uh, So moving Austin or uh, Ronald out of their positions to me would not be a priority or a good idea. Uh, so what do you do now with the makeshift guys? Again, uh, Heredia has been pretty good. Uh, not a lot of pop, but he's played pretty good defense. Uh, he's hitting in the 260s now, which has fallen off a little bit lately. Uh, Almonte's a guy with maybe a little more pop, a lefty hitter, uh, who did it a home run this weekend against the Dodgers and had a big hit today, a double today. Uh, but you got to wonder, are these guys the answer? We know that Ender is not going to probably hit. And if you listen to this podcast, you kind of know my thoughts on Ender as a everyday player. It's not a good idea in my mind. Uh, I'm even beginning to sour on Adrianza a little bit. I, I don't think his bat is going to be what we thought it was early on. He played well, hit well early, but now uh, Ere is coming down to earth on, on, on offense. Pretty good defensive player, I think, uh, wherever he plays. So he's a guy you can put out there and not worry about his defense that much. But I don't know that the bat's going to be uh, all that great for us for Adrianza going forth as well. So that lends the question, what do you do in the outfield for the Braves? Uh, to me, there's two options, really, if you want to get something different going on out there. I've talked about one at nauseum so far, and that's Drew Waters. Uh, Drew Waters is, is a top prospect. He's, he's probably the Braves' top outfield prospect, other than Christian Pache, who, by the way, Christian did get reinstated from his injury. He did get option back to Gwinnett. Uh, I don't think Christian's ready. I don't think Christian's bat is at the major league level yet, and that was pretty obvious by his his uh, offensive numbers. Uh, the defense is good. We know that. He's, he's a gold glove type guy out there, although I do think we've overrated that a bit. But uh, I think Pache's bat has is, is got some work or needs some work for sure. So can Drew Waters rise quick enough to come up here and, and take over the left field spot and give us some more offense? Uh, I think Drew's a good defender. He's not Christian Pache defensively, but he's very good. Uh, he's a good base runner. He's fast. Uh, his issue has been strikeouts in the minor leagues. Uh, he, he strikes out a good bit. He does have better numbers offensively than, than Pache does across the board. So I think Drew's a guy that's going to hit more. So I think Drew Waters is a guy we need to give a chance at some point in time, sooner than later in particular, because we're playing – uh, a makeshift bunch of guys in left and center right now. So I think Waters could step up and probably play center field for us uh, and give us some help in the outfield. But even with Drew Waters, we're really two outfielders short now with Ozuna going down because with Marcel, we were one short. Now we're two short. So uh, the other option would be to go out and explore some trades. Uh, as the Braves have been supposedly active on the market looking around in the couple, last couple of years for trades, uh, 
but but you know there's not a lot out there. Uh, the obvious name that comes to mind is Chris Bryant, who's a third baseman outfielder for the Cubs. I believe it's his last year of the contract, and and you know the problem would be uh, the price tag for him is going to be expensive. Uh, I've seen Drew Waters' name linked to a lot of trades that the Braves have inquired to, and they probably pulled out, did not make those trades because they didn't want to move Drew. I don't want to move Drew either, but I think if you don't move Drew, you got to let him have a chance at some point in time. So, you know, the Braves do have some capital, some pitchers in particular that could move and try to get an outfield uh, player to come in here and, and help this team uh, potentially go back to where they were with having that protection of Freddie Freeman. Uh, but but there's some more names you could probably find out there. I want one of those guys now. It's all speculation right now. Uh, but I would not be shocked to see uh, – Alex Anthopoulos go out there and try to make a trade, uh, give up some of this capital of the, of the prospects we have, in particular some of the pitchers, and try to bring back a guy with a veteran outfield presence who can hit the ball uh, for the Braves. Uh, also of note I wanted to mention, boy, Adam Duvall would look good in the Braves uniform again right now, wouldn't he? Uh, Duvall was a guy I desperately wanted to bring back. Uh, we did not sign him because uh, we actually chose to move on from him and not pay him the contract due, which I believe was about – four to six million dollars or so for a Duvall, which would have been a bargain for a good defensive outfitter with power. Uh, right now, he'd be batting in the middle of the order for sure. Uh, instead, he's playing for Florida right now, or Miami Marlins. So Duvall was a favorite of mine. Uh, he's not going to hit for a super high average. We know that. But Adam Duvall is a guy that, that could have helped us. And, you know, I, I think uh, was a guy that worked hard. And, and did not cause any off-the-field issues, and certainly Marcelo Zuna, we didn't know this would happen. Uh, he seemed to be a guy who wouldn't have these kind of problems, but now they have come up, and we've seen some issues with Marcel. Again, not going to cast any stones here. There's no conviction at this point in time, but Marcel is kind of in limbo now until there probably is some sort of trial uh, to, to do something with what went on with Marcel in his domestic situation. So, uh, again, we'll see what the Braves do. We'll see what Alex does, but, but uh, I wouldn't be shocked to see a trade Come on, because the Braves are going to need some outfield help if we're going to compete and continue to stay in the National League East race at this point in time. Uh, I want to talk about Tucker Davidson now. Uh, as you know, this podcast, I've been a fan of Tucker Davidson for about two years now. Seen him pitching the minors before. He was not a high draft pick, a guy who the Braves got in the middle rounds. He has risen up through the ranks uh, and pitched well wherever he's been. And now he's had two really good starts as a starting pitcher in the major leagues for the Braves. Uh, you know, Tucker is a, is not as young as, as some of the other guys. I believe he's 24 or 25 now. Uh, he has a good fastball, uh, good breaking stuff. His poise on the mound has been excellent. And, and I'm ready at this point in time to see Tucker Davidson pitch the rest of this season with the Braves. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what the Braves are doing right now. This the shuttle I mentioned to AAA last week, last podcast, has just gone on. Johan Camargo has been up and down more times than I've ever seen anybody go up and down. Uh, Jacob Webb back and forth as well. Uh, of note today, uh, the Braves did finally uh, send Jacob Webb back after he's called up for one day and brought up our, our newly signed pitcher, uh, Shane Green, who we had last year. He made a few a few relief, relief appearances at AAA. Now he's in the bullpen. He actually warmed up today and was sporting a, a brand-new beard out there, which is beside the point, but Shane Green back with the Braves. But that shuttle keeps going, and Tucker Davidson, I do believe I read, has earned a third start now. Uh, but my question kind of is, what does Tucker Davidson need to do to stay on this team? Uh, he's already pitched great twice. Uh, there, there's a there's a kind of a rotating hole in that rotation. 
uh, out there right now. And Tucker Davidson's a guy that seems to be feeling that better than anyone we've had at this point in time. Uh, I go back to, again, I would much rather see Tucker Davidson pitch than Drew Smiley. Uh, I'm at the point where I'd rather see Bryce Wilson and or Kyle Wright, too, than Drew because Drew has pitched better of late. But our young guys need to pitch or we need to move some of those guys out and, and bring in uh, a trade and use those guys as a piece to bring back capital at this point because uh, those three pitchers right there I mentioned, uh, you know, have been shuttled to the minors all year. Uh, they've made starts. Each one has. Uh, I think Bryce Wilson probably more than anyone else. Tucker about to get his third start, and Tucker seems to be, to me right now, the best of those three. So I would love to see him stick, uh, but I think that uh, the Braves have some work to do with some of those other prospects to get those guys up or or to get them maybe moved in a trade. Uh, you know, curious about Tukey Toussaint. Where has he been all year? Haven't seen Tukey. Would love to see Tukey get a chance again to pitch, but haven't heard much about Tukey right now. Uh, I guess he's been Triple A a good bit. Uh, also, seeing that Shaylon Galeers is killing it in Double A. Had a three home run game not too long ago. Uh, <clears throat> so, so Shay is coming on at catcher and playing real well. I think Michael Harris and Trey Harris have both picked it up in the minors. You know, re- recall Michael is kind of the hot guy now the hot prospect we have coming up who's rising up the ranks. I believe he's in single-A ball, but I bet that's going to change soon as he seems to be hitting well uh, down there as well. So uh, I want to move gears now, change gears now a second to Freddie Freeman. Uh, Freddie Freeman, as we know, has still been hitting inconsistently all year. The average is still down around 230-something. Did homer this weekend, looked a little bit better. But Freddie hadn't looked comfortable all year. Uh, I think it was Chip or, or maybe Jeff that said, we haven't seen Freddie look happy and smile and have that same carefree attitude this year. And you got to kind of wonder, is the contract the problem? Uh, we've all heard the rumors and talk about Freddie not having a lot of talks with the Braves. As a matter of fact, he hasn't been in contact at all with the Braves. They haven't talked to him about his contract. Uh, you know, everyone seems to write it off as – the Braves are going to sign him. It's just not happening right now. We're going to get Freddie back. I'm getting worried, guys. I'm getting real worried about Freddie Freeman and, and the fact that will he be back in the Braves uniform next year. Uh, the Braves are notorious for not having money. We tied some up in Marcel, and I hope we get that back, but I don't know if we will or not. Uh, we've got Ronald and Ozzie on, on super good deals. we got to sign Max Freed and some of these other guys that are out there. Austin Riley is going to need to get paid at some point in time. We're going to keep him around, which I hope we do. Freddie's going to draw a huge contract, and I have no idea what it's going to be, but you got to figure it's going to start with 25 to $30 million a year for the reigning MVP. Uh, if he keeps playing poorly this year, it might bring it down some. Do we really think the Braves have that kind of money to pay Freddie a seven-year deal, five to seven, five to eight-year deal for $30 million? Uh We've never done that before, so I just don't know that that's something the Braves are going to do. And, you know, it upsets me to even think about Freddie Freeman going somewhere else, but I could see Freddie winding up out west with the Angels or Oakland or the Dodgers, heaven forbid. Uh, He's a California boy, and I know he wants to stay in Atlanta, everybody says, and the Braves want him. But, you know, realistically, I think the chances of Freddie – Staying a brave or getting worse by every every day doesn't doesn't sign and doesn't talk. And I just uh, I'm not sure what to say about that anymore. That's except for I just think that you see Freddie struggling, you see Freddie uh, not having talks with the Braves, you see him not look like the same joyful guy 
you got to wonder what's going on here. And, and you know, you want to give the Braves the, the benefit of the doubt for not talking, not signing them yet. I get it. But what's the holdup, guys? What's really going on here? And this team is notorious for not paying guys and not having the money to pay them. So we will see uh, where we are. And a lot of that's because we're owned by a company and not having the freedom to go out and spend. But do we really have that money? And I hope we do. I don't know if we do or not. So uh, moving on to, from that depressing topic, uh, I want to talk about the Braves traded and brought in Ty Tice. Another DFA project, this kind from the Blue Jays, a relief pitcher. Uh, don't know much about Ty Tice. He has spent some time in the majors, throws 94 to 95, tops out in that fastball. So, uh, you know, I think it's a cash consideration trade. So I suspect this is a very low risk trade. The Braves are doing a lot of these things lately. But, uh, you know, don't know if we'll see Ty Tice or not. Uh, but he's a guy they, they've gone out and made a deal for when he got DFA to get him in here. Uh, and game in the Braves. Triple-A system, I'm sure it will end up. I think he did get an option there already. So, uh, again, don't know much about the guy, but not much risk there. So, uh, I guess I, I guess I say it's, I'm indifferent on that one, whatever. We'll see what happens. Maybe he can contribute later in the year. Uh, if not, it still didn't cost us that much. So, uh, I want to hit on Mike Soroka real quick. Uh, as you know, uh, manager Brian Snicker reported that he was out for the year, then had to kind of rescind that and said, well, not really yet, but it sounds like Mike's taking a good setback again. That Achilles is, is not good. We thought he'd be ready by April, May this year, and now we're wondering will he pitch all year. So it's just a shame to see what was our best young pitching prospect, and he was came in and looked great as our, you know, our main guy, really. He was the guy uh, in that rotation for a year and a half or so when he did pitch, and now Mike Soroka's a question mark. For this year, hopefully, if nothing else, Mike will get back to full strength in the offseason and be ready to go for the following year, 2022. But Mike Soroka has lost a lot of time uh, so far, and I just hope he can get himself back well and get that Achilles back strong to pitch again for the Braves. Uh, I want to discuss the lineup again. I know I've beat this to death, but I hate the lineup. I hate it. And now with some of these guys, uh, the outfielders, in there with Enciarte and Almonte and Heredia getting to play, uh, Adrianza playing more, and those guys batting in the lower part of the lineup. Uh, batting Freddie or batting Ronald and Freddie one and two just makes less and less sense to me with, with no one on base ever for these guys to drive in. Uh, you know, we've got to score some runs with this team and we've got to get guys on base, and I just don't know how we're going to do it. Uh, trying to hit off that bottom of the order with the pitcher, the eight here, the pitcher coming up. Uh, and then Ronald, Freddie, and Ozzie are the, the one, two, and three guys with no one on base to hit from. So, uh, sure, the lineup is, is not as deep, not having Ozuna in it. Uh, it's not as deep uh, with, with some of these other outfielders getting all these starts. Uh, but regardless, uh, no one's on base when Ronald comes up. No one's on base when Freddie comes up. And it's starting to show with the RBI totals and the totals for the Braves. So, I'm not suggesting drop them down to four or five. But I, I love Ronald in the two and Freddie in the three, maybe Ozzie in the one. Uh, Ozzy has started hitting a lot lately. Uh, so has Dansby, as a matter of fact, too. So one of those guys leading off at this point in time to me would be a wonderful thing. I think Snickers stuck on this thing when Acuna let off. Uh, we were better, and then he tried to move him before, and it just didn't work. But it's time to get him out of that first one hole, I think, that first hole, down to the two or the three spot uh, at this point in time to drive some more runs in. I did mention Dansby playing a lot better. Ozzy is heated up and batting in the three hole a good bit. Uh, both those guys are driving in more runs, getting more hits. Uh, Austin Riley has stayed stayed hot. 
and, and playing well. Uh, Ronald Cunha, is, unfortunately, has cooled off a little bit. I'm not worried about Ronald, but he'll uh, he'll bounce back. But he has not been as hot the last few days as he has been all year. Uh, but Ronald is still getting good swings in. I think he'll be fine to figure it out soon. So uh, the Braves have a good, uh, an interesting week coming up. They're going to be on the road at Philly and at the Marlins. So they have to get some big wins here. Uh, this road trip is going to be big for the Braves. They don't want to lose ground. They can make up some ground, hopefully, uh, with the Mets if they win some of these games and hopefully get some Mets losses. So uh, that's the show for the week. Hope you have a great week. Uh, let's watch some Braves baseball, support our guys this week. Let's go Braves.